I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hey, everybody. Uh, before we listen to today's episode, uh, just wanted to give you a little warning that we go uh, in-depth into the topic of penises. 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 <laughs> for a medical, for for, medical yeah. reason. Yeah, we're, we're talking like about uh, the health of penis. So um, just know that that's coming up, and uh, we, we talk about some, some sexual, uh, sexually explicit uh, material. Is that how you'd say it? Uh, anyway. There's a lot of penis. Dicks. Penis. Anyway. Dicks. Uh, just wanted to give you that warning and uh, enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. Today's guest is Andrew. He had phimosis. Let's talk about it. Talking about cum uh, yeah, versus like, us finding a way to talk about cum when we record this. But yeah. it's not this episode, not to be confusing, but this episode isn't isn't cum, brought though. to you by dicks. No, no, it's not sponsored by dicks. <laughs> you guys are dicks. Okay. Uh, so today's guest is our buddy Andrew. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, sweet. Uh, and what are we? What are we? What are we? Technically, going to be talking about today. Uh, technically, we're going to be talking about phimosis. Phimosis is the uh, official term um, of what I had. You had had. Mm. So Andrew is a buddy of ours. Andrew's our feedback guy. So every episode that we record, we send to Andrew because uh, you. I think you're uh, uh, creatively. I think you're a really smart individual, and uh, I really appreciate your feedback. So since the beginning, we've been just sending you our episodes and you give us feedback on, you know, like what, what isn't necessary, what's necessary. And it's, it's great. It makes our process a lot easier. Um, and one night, one night we were out for beers yep. and, uh, it was during Halifax pop explosion. We were having some drinks and I don't know how the fuck it came up, but you were like, you were like, yeah, I had phimosis. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I had phimosis, double phimosis, and it's funny because this since like these guys started this, I was trying to figure out, man, I need to be on it, but I don't have anything major. We, I, I you have, have a, asthma. I have a bunch of yeah, I have a bunch of little like minor ailments, but yeah. they don't affect my. They, you have asthma and a bad back. Yeah, ten ten minutes of an episode. So that's so it. so that's an interesting thing to say about be, it being major because major. Is relative, and when you're talking to a guy, if, when it comes to your oh, dick, it's when, major. When you're talking to a guy in his teens, big yeah. time. Yeah, let yeah. me tell you. Okay, so, so what is phimosis? Yeah, tell now, us, we're gonna, now we're gonna yeah. find out. Andrew, tell us what phimosis is. So uh, phimosis is uh, a narrowing of the uh, foreskin at the like the very top, so closest to the urethra. It's a narrowing of the foreskin so that you can't retract the foreskin past the glands. 
So I know, uh, Brian, I Tell know. Tell us more so about that, the glands. That's super technical. But so yeah. it, it, in layman's terms. In layman's terms, I couldn't pull my. You can't get your foreskin over your head. Yeah. yeah so it's like yeah, wearing yeah. wearing a turtleneck that you got when you were six and when you you're can, 20. And you can never take off. <laughs> that's, that was that's brilliant. It, right? That's it. Yeah. Your dick's wearing a really, really, really tight Honey, turtleneck. Honey, did you put this through the dryer? I think it's hang dry. <laughs> <laughs> It's really tight. That's it. So with that analogy, is it something that you kind of like grow into or is it like (laughs) you more grow out of it? Like, (laughs) (laughs) well, uh, it's it's something that that you're born with. It is. So uh, congenital is the the medical word. What does that mean? It means you're born with it. Okay. so I'm just I'm just wondering, like, I'm uh, trying to find it if if like your dick grows relative in size with your foreskin. Well, it's it's not that the skin itself doesn't grow because like our I, I don't know I assume our skin grows. Uh, it's just that there's like a, a fibrous band, so there's a, a a circle of fiber that doesn't grow. Um, like in Jeremy's lungs, um, like literally like fibrosis. There's fibrosis uh, in a ring, and that is always going to be the same size no matter what. I need to know how you found that out. That that's let's get to that. So me and Andrew at the bar. We, 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 yeah, we just whipped our dicks out on the table. We got kicked out immediately. So then we went, we went around back. No, we, we had a lengthy discussion about it. So you're it. standing at the urinals side by side and you just saw Andrew going, how far can you pull yours back? Don't do that. Uh, okay. Let, let's take it back. Let's take it back. Let's, let's just, this can easily get this out is, of hand. This is already out of hand. This is already, a fucking, this is already way out of hand. So let's talk about. You growing up, mm-hmm. and and when you started to realize, oh, my dick is not working the way that it that normally it should. It took a long, long time, and the more I've talked to people, I think it's actually pretty common. That's how it happens. Um, so I like I started like having sex sixteen, seventeen, and not a boy. <laughs> We're trying to keep it serious for a minute, Jeremy. Shut sorry, up, Jeremy. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and but before that, I had no idea there was anything wrong. Like that, it wasn't natural because, like, I could still, like, did you have a masturbate? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you found out the way that masturbating made sense and felt good on your day, absolutely. And and so I didn't think that was more of an upward stroke than a downward stroke. Do you want him to? Do you want him? Absolutely. Do you want him to describe? Like, (laughs) I'm describing my my upbringing. You go first. Oh god! Okay, so, was your would would you say that you had a shorter range of motion? To- totally. That's right. actually that's it. that that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. There was very little range of motion. There was a lot of thinking involved. <laughs> <There's>, um, <laughs> it's so easy to joke. It's so easy to yeah. joke. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's really try to actually. Yeah. yeah. So okay. yeah. So I started having sex, um, and basically all of my uh, like I had a long term girlfriend, and like I was with her for for. Um, two years or something and sex was always like at first like ooh this really hurts it feels good but it also really hurts mm-hmm. and then it would go almost completely numb so then it was like well <clears throat> this is what sex is uh, so I could like I'd last forever because it didn't feel good uh, and I was just like yeah oh, I, wow. I last forever <laughs> I don't know I don't know how to come <laughs> yeah. he considered Basically. going into the porn industry uh, <laughs> uh, uh Honestly, <laughs> no way. Like, no, I, di- I didn't. That was never a serious. Like, who am I gonna? Who am I gonna call in LA to do this? But I was like, oh yeah, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I would never come. 
So that's so wow. Oh my God, that's I, so I'm funny. The man. Like this happened on most of my sexual encounters, like one night stands and stuff. I wouldn't finish. It. So, but that, <clears throat> I think that that is absolutely fascinating. That your reaction to that is like, oh, oh, sweet, like. I can last forever. I, I'm the man. I'm like, that's, so you said you didn't, you weren't really, like, you would have a one night stand and you wouldn't orgasm? Yeah. And, and it would, I just say like, and it's hilarious because I mean, in, in, I think in more often society, a girl like has a lot more trouble orgasming, right? Yeah. So I was, I'd always explain to the girl cause she would feel bad. And I was like, why do you feel bad? And I was like, oh, wait a second. Like if, if I didn't get you to come, I'd feel bad. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to like, it's okay. It's not you. Like, it's not you. It's not me. It, it's me. It's that's really the conversation. So when this was going on, when this was going on, you still at this point weren't like, ah, there's something not right with my dick. Um, I, I started to like research, okay. um, because like there, there might've been a time that there was some like a little bit of blood afterwards from oh. like m- micro tears Ooh. in that band. And then I was like, you know what? Like I should at least see my doctor. But like uh, now, now I go to see my doctor as soon as something weird happens with anything. Like back in my teens, I put shit off for a long time. Yeah. yeah. I do that now still. Yeah. And Jeremy does as well <sighs> to the extreme. It's the worst. It's what put me in the hospital last time I was admitted. Yeah, it's the mindset. I'm like, no, I don't have pneumonia. They're like, you have a, te- a temperature of 120. It's the yeah, you know, I'm fine. classic mindset that you're young and you're invincible and, yeah. you know, oh, that's just probably, that'll go away in a couple of days and whatever. Yeah. So, okay, so you started looking into it. Yeah, um, I... <clears throat> Yeah, what, was said, uh, was so, Google like was Google a thing at this this point? Like, uh, oh yeah, what's oh, the yeah. age? What's oh, the yeah. Google? So I so seventeen was when I started having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, I really I didn't see a doctor until I was twenty something, like in, oh, in like twenty twenty. Okay, Holy shit, I'm in there. And yeah, yeah, part of that too is it wasn't just sex, right? It was any form of sex. Like I never ever enjoyed blowjobs because it hurt because the girl wasn't like used to. Me Shorter range of motion. Weird, exactly right. So, but I'm not going to say like, oh, that hurts because everything would hurt. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was just like sex wasn't a big deal at all for me. Uh, it was something like I did because it was fine. But I was like, this is, I don't see yeah. And so and and that's a direct. That's in direct relation to the feeling that you're getting when you're doing yeah, it. It's like totally. It, so it kind of turns you not off i guess but it just you know you become more indifferent to the activity yeah it was than... totally about the other person yeah like okay. yeah like i want to be with her and and make her feel good and stuff but well, whatever for me yeah so yeah so i was in i was like 20 i finally went to see my doc and i was like i don't know something something's wrong maybe and he looked at me and he's like it took you this long to come see me you came in the office oh my god what did he do <laughs> the first time since i was 16 it was just building up for four years he's coming in, he's like hmm, let me take a look at that <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> i'm having this weird image you know like you know if you like when there's like a really I don't even know if we're going to be able to put this episode up like you know when there's like a really when there's like a really taut string and then you like cut it with a knife and it goes like and it rips apart yeah I'm like imagining the surgery for this like they just like nick it and it just goes God. ding it's and like you, an elastic band. oh my and you just, and you just go <laughs> holy shit dude sorry i totally derailed that um 
Okay, so uh, he was like, to... it took you this long to come in. Yeah, and I mean, I had seen him for other things. Like, I saw him, like, regularly for other shit. I just never dropped my pants. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like, how often How often are doctors looking at your dick? Never, really. Yeah, you know but I mean? all the time, apparently. So I told what? him, I told him, like, so take a look. So I, I lay down on the table. Um, and at first I was like, what am I, am I going to stand? He's going to kneel. Like I honestly was like, how does this work? And he's like, no, like lay down. <laughs> lay down. He's like, he's like, I'm the doctor. I don't get yeah, down on my pull, knees. He pulls over that little like step stool for children and just gets down on his knees on it. Like a pew. <laughs> oh God. Oh my oh, God. God. Jared, don't bring the church into this. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, guys! What are we doing? Okay, uh, okay. Should we just go back to the top? Let's start this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're doing good. No, no it's kidding. good I'm material. Kidding, it's just way too easy. It is too easy to get caught up. Okay, so so the the doc has me lay down. I lay down, and this is at age twenty. Twenty. 20 oh my yeah. god, dude! So and male doctor, like been my family physician yeah, yeah. for a while, which I was certainly like happy about. So anyway, he like so he looked, he pulled it, and like that was the other thing. So it was only when I was like erect, when I'm when I'm soft, it's fine, yeah. like, right? That was yeah, yeah, that was just me. Like I no only pressure inside. It's a small. So yeah. how does he do that then? Like, is he does he bring in some magazines and like? Nope. No, he would just. No, I'm guessing he, he would just soft. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was just ready for him. Uh, yeah, so he just he just pulled it on soft, and he looked and he said, "Yep." Uh, and he said, uh, this is something that he probably sees at least five to 10 times a month. Whoa. Holy shit. So those are different patients, right? So five to 10 guys aged anywhere between 12, probably and 25 come mm. and see him about this. Don't know what's wrong. And then he makes a recommendation. Um, so he basically said that my frenulum, uh, and the frenulum, you guys have one. Uh, yeah, same thing the atta- as under, the under attachment. Your yeah, it's the attachment. So under your tongue. I feel like I have phimosis. Well, we'll get to that. I'll we're we're, we're, we're well, going to so, get, well, get to that. Well, yeah. so do so do I, kind of, but not. No. Oh my god, this is <laughs> guys. Uh, so yeah. So he said that my frenulum. So for all the listeners out there, uh, it's the thing under your tongue. So the thing under your tongue that attaches your tongue. That little to your, like that little kind of like string. wire string. Yeah. yeah. So so guys who are uncircumcised have one of those that attaches foreskin to on the, the head on the other underside underside basically yeah. like the kind of like far tip of the urethra. Yeah, it's, it, that's where it attaches very close. So he said that mine is too short, and he's, it's called frenulum brev. Brev means short in some language, probably. So you you, okay. you have a he told you that you had a shortened frenulum yeah and that I would Short. need yeah. uh, I would need surgery that it pretty much surgery is the only way to fix it so he uh, referred to me a urologist saw the urologist the urologist few, is a penis doctor correct uh, saw the just urologist for, just in case anyone later. doesn't know yeah and I I forget about things like that is there a female urologist Gyne- yeah I, gynecologist sorry urologist for females gynecologist, uh, gynecologist. Okay. Because yeah. I always thought urologists, I, I mean, not knowing much, I thought like urinary oh, maybe you're tracks, right. so there yeah, could maybe be like right. a... No, no, I'm pretty sure urologist is penis. Only for men? Yeah, is like yeah. penis. I think you're right. I don't, well, I don't well, know a that. a bunch of men stuff. <coughs> Penises, prostates. Oh, really? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, they do test like all that, all oh, that okay. good stuff. Uh, yeah, just uh, Google it. <laughs> yep. Image it. Uh <laughs> So yeah, I saw him, and it was funny. So I told him, like, yeah, this is my doctor said, this is my problem. He looked, and he said, yep. He was like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, and that was the app. That, that was the first time I that. Uh, so yeah, so he said, you definitely have frenulum brev. Uh, and then he asked me, do you think your foreskin's tight, too? 
And I was like, fuck, I don't know. Oh, so frenulum brev is different from phimosis. Totally. This is just the, the frenulum. Yeah, me too. Just that the frenulum is too tight, and that's why snipped. I couldn't retract. Because if I had a tiny frenulum, as I pull back, it would get stuck. Okay. And then the, the foreskin couldn't come back. This is okay. very educational for me. I feel it like is. I'm going to go get this <clears throat> yeah, surgery. You, like, you should go see your urologist after yeah. this. So, okay, so... So he says you have frenulum brev, 100%. You sure. Do you think your foreskin is tight, too? This is the first I'd ever heard of, like, that side of it. So I was like, well, I don't think so. Like, I, I don't know. I have a question for you. At this point, have you ever seen your head? Yes. You yes. have. So I so you could, got you got your foreskin over your head. And it and it would it would feel like someone had a bunch of like a th- a, th- a crown of thorns that was like squeezing Whoa. between your head and your dick. Jesus. That's what it would feel like when I pulled uh, down. Right. So I didn't pull down. So the difference between frenulum brev and then having a tight foreskin or not having a twi- tight foreskin is like just to use that turtleneck reference because it's in a serious way. It's like the neck, the collar part is is really tight. It's but too then tight. The, then the part that goes up, like the turtleneck part, it could either be looser, more loose or really tight as well. Is that, do you know what I'm saying? No, no. So like, no. all right. So say you, Sorry. say, yeah. let's just, let's just think about it as a dick, right? So you've got your, you've got the shaft of the penis and then you've got the, the glands or the head. Right, and if you're uncircumcised, you have this like sock, this sleeve that goes all the way up over top of the head, right? Yeah, like on any given time. Now you can, if you have a normal working penis, you can you can grab the shaft, yeah, and you can pull down, and that sock or that like sleeve will slide over top of the glands and come down over the head. Yeah, it sounds like my dick. Okay, now if you have if you have, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you have fret fret frenulum brev you can pull it down over your over your glands but there's going to be a, a point where it's like it kind of comes to a stop because the frenulum doesn't have enough it's too length, short or, yeah it yeah, doesn't have enough it's length. really like you may be able to get it down you might not or you might be able to get like, halfway at, or something at some point the frenulum's going to go you can't go any further yeah it's an elastic band that, yeah that, but take away the elastic like, but now it's just a band now adding yeah. phimosis to that if you have phimosis that sleeve that sock the very tip, the opening of it, where like your your like piss would come out of, it's like super tight. It's not elastic at all. Like it has no elasticity, so you can't pull your glands out from. Okay, so it makes sense sure. why it's difficult to know which one of those problems is actually. Yeah, and that's really educational because that because you could easily confuse those two. When you talked about phimosis the first time, that's exactly what I thought it was. I thought it was frenulum brev. Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but. But it's not. Now I understand. And now it's it's actually much the 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 phimosis part is more is much more fascinating than the frenulum brev. Like that part I can and I can I think, I can think much about more serious than frenulum brev. Yeah, I can think about frenulum brev and I go and go, Oh, okay, that's that seems like it's manageable if you're just careful yeah. about it, but the phimosis, phimosis like, part how do you function? Yeah. So that's interesting that you actually were able to see the head of your penis. Yeah. Like I, I could, but it hurt, force right? It. But yeah. but it would hurt. So it I, hurt. like I, so I didn't. So I had like major phimosis. I never saw my head oh. once. Really? Wow. Yeah. Until yeah. you were how wow. old? Until I got circumcised at the age of sixteen or seventeen. Okay. Everybody listening right now is going, whoa, what? Jim's yeah. Old. But we, we've so, that, right? so so can we? Co- we'll come back to to where you were at there. Yeah. But essentially, I grew up kind of the same way as you. 
in that I was like, everything's normal, everything's normal, da 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 da. And like masturbation, I found out a way that made it feel good and it was great. And then like I had my first hand job, like in, oh fuck, I don't know, I must have been like 13 or something. And I was like, oh God, what the, like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> you just gotta <laughs> kill me? And that was awful. And so I was like, all right, well, fuck that. And then, and then I started to realize, like, I was getting these hard ons, you know, and like, so the whole, underneath the skin of my dick like the shaft of my my dick is getting like filled with blood i'm getting super hard and when i get to that like super hard oh god and and when i get to that point where it's like i'm at like the peak of my erection the top of my dick like is killing me because Mm -hmm. my the skin can't get over the glands, like there's no there is nothing there like there's i could just see just a little tiny bit and that's how it's supposed to work like, that's something, again, it's very difficult to know that without really delving into it. When but if I took have, it and tried you, to pull it back, there was, there was, yeah. it was so tight that it wouldn't move at all. But well, you especially, shouldn't even have to try to move it. But especially when you're younger and you don't have any, you know, depending on what your experience is, if you're, <laughs> you might have a reference for what other penises are like if you played sports and you took showers with guys and stuff like that. But if you don't, depending on what you do, they wouldn't, you wouldn't know. But they wouldn't look any different. Yeah, Not yeah, yeah, you're right, you're so right, you yeah. Would, you wouldn't have any idea. So when I realized, And you okay. wouldn't want to, and at that age, you wouldn't want to be going, hey, guys, uh, no, fuck um, no. I got this thing with my dick, because, you know, no. the persecution is ruthless. So here's here's how I figured out, oh, fuck, I gotta do something about this. I was having, I, I was having a house party for, like, New Year's, and my parents knew, and they were, like, totally cool that we had a bunch of people come over, and I had my first threesome experience in my bathroom oh my god my, my, my parents are gonna hear this i had my first threesome experience in my bathroom downstairs in my house and <laughs> i i couldn't fuck i couldn't i couldn't get my i couldn't insert my well, dick wait was your because first, it was so painful was your first sexual like sexual intercourse experience a threesome it would have been if i if i was able to stick it in dude i know <laughs> That's and insane. so what, what saved me was cause I was like trying to get it in there and it was, it was so painful and I was like, <laughs> fuck. And I didn't know how to get out of the situation. My old man calls my phone and I knew that he was calling. And so I was like, oh, I have to take this cause it's my house party. And like, I've got to take this cause my dad's calling. So I answered the phone and that's how I like slipped out of that situation without it being awkward. But after that, I was like, never again. Like I got to figure this out. And so I went to my mom, <laughs> I went to my mom and I was like, something's not right with my dick. I don't know what to do. That's why I want to call my mom and ask her about that moment. Cause I feel like she'll remember it better than I will. Let's give her a call. Yeah. Give her a call. Let's do it. <laughs> is this super fucked? No, this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, it's fucked, but it's hilarious. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, so <laughs> you're on the, right, I'm, we're recording the podcast right now. So you're on, you're on a recording. Okay. So me, No, no, I'm not going to embarrass you. So, um He's embarrassing himself. Yeah. Uh so we're talking to a guest today who had phimosis. Mhm. And you know what that is, right? Yeah. So I had phimosis, right? Yeah, you had to have a circumcision when I think you were 16 or 17. Yeah, do you remember when you <laughs> do you remember the moment when I came to you and was like, I don't think my dick works right. No, you didn't even tell me. What? 
You didn't even tell me. You went to the doctor and, and made your appointment and everything. <laughs> what? You're such a bad what the memory. fuck? <laughs> but but didn't we have a conversation about it? No, uh, this is this is what happened. You said to me, you said, "Mom, there's going to be a phone call come here from a doctor." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and you said, and I said, "What?" Uh, you said, "Yeah, there's going to be a call come in because I'm going to be having an appointment." And I said, "An appointment for what?" Uh, there's this doctor this doctor's appointment I'm supposed to go for, uh, and I arranged it all myself when I went to clinic because I talked to the, the girls in there about it or the doctor. Sure, sure, sure. And so you you arranged the whole thing. So anyway, the call came in with the appointment for your surgery date. Holy... So I didn't know anything until then. Then I found <laughs> out because I said, what's the appointment for? What What's the call? And then you told me. So I was like, Jeremy... Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> why, 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 why the fuck do you think I didn't? Like, why would I tell you? Of course I didn't tell you. <laughs> how did, how did okay. you say it though when you said... And I'm a nurse. Yeah. That's, that's, we all know that. That's true. What, did, what did you say though when you actually told her about the circumcision? I don't know. So what did I... So how did that go after that? After you found out that I, want, that I was going to have a circumcision? Um, so I was like, I just said to you, I said, you, you know, you can tell me things like that. Like, how would I know if you didn't tell me? And then anyway, you got the appointment and then, so I took you today that you had to go for the surgery. <laughs> my mom took me to my circumcision. <laughs> so anyway, then, uh, luckily dad and Natasha were away cause she had a volleyball tournament. So it was you and I home. That's my dad and my sister. Does your sister yeah. know that you're... <laughs> Don't tell her. <laughs> yeah, well, she'll know now. <laughs> so anyway, no, no one knew when it was you and I at home. How? So you had the surgery, and I picked you up, and then we came home, and then I just looked after you for the weekend. How brutal! How brutal was that weekend for me? Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty brutal for you. You, you know, you were taking medication, and the the worst of it was when you went to go have a pee. Oh God! Oh God! Why? Do you remember? Do you remember that? <laughs> no. Tell me. <laughs> tell us, Maxine. So, tell us. So anyway, you, you went to the bathroom to have a pee, and they had your penis all wrapped up. <laughs> they had a dressing on your penis. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, you went to the bathroom, and zombie dick. You, you were peeing all up on the walls everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my god. That's okay. Like, don't worry about that. Like, that's, that's okay. Like, you know, my mom cleaned up pee before, so don't worry about that. Oh that's my, so oh my god. god. So I had to go down and clean up your pee, and because when you pee, that's what happens. And then the next day, the next day was the most um, tra uh, traumatic for you because um, you had to have the dressing taken off. Oh god. And did you so do, anyway, did you do that, then, Maxine? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, he, uh, I said, you go get a shower. You know, like that. That way, then when you get in the shower, it'd be much easier coming off, right? 
So anyway, you get in the show. You were like, I can't let you see my penis. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't sound like that. <laughs> it is. I was like, hear me. It's okay. Like, I'm a nurse. It's okay. Like, you know, it's no problem. This is simultaneously the funniest and most embarrassing thing I think I've ever experienced you, in my you were life. So scared, you were so scared that it was infected, and I had to <laughs> make sure that it wasn't. Oh, I'm never getting laid again. <laughs> Does this look infected? <laughs> so anyway, you got the shower, and then I, I helped you get the dressing off, and... Um, I said, no, it's not infected. You're fine. Like, it, it's okay. And then we just, you just had to put, like, a medication and everything on it, some, like, cream or whatever. But sure. you did all that yourself. But we, I just, you just wanted me to make sure that it was, that it was okay. Well, Mom, um, well, then, thank you, I guess, for, uh, for not only taking care of me during that procedure, but also reminding me how fucking awful that was. Uh, okay, I'm going to let you go. Th- you can't you can remember any of it. No, Jesus, no. Maxine, thank oh. you so much. That was that was the best ever. <laughs> my cheeks hurt right, from smiling. Guys. All right, yeah. see ya. Okay, take care. Dude, Fuck. my cheeks. Oh, God, are we actually going to put that on the... My cheeks the are so sore. That is one of the funniest yeah. things I've ever heard in my entire oh, life. God, my so, uh, yeah, it was... So, yeah. So I'll call my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My God, Jeremy. Yeah, so I only had the famosis thing. I don't think I had to deal with the uh, the brev and the like a- brev. after. Obviously, any sexual encounter after that was better. Oh my God, changed everything. Mm. Yeah, and actually, I was really stoked on it because I was like, I love the way uh, this is gonna sound really weird, but I love the way a circumcised dick looks. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'll fucking say it. I think I think they look great. I think uh, uncircumcised wieners, no offense to anyone who has an uncircumcised dick. Oh, no, fa- they, they no offense li- taken. They look a little weird to me. They, I, the circumcised dick looks nicer. Yeah, I don't know. I, I you the- sound like an article in Cosmo. Yeah, well, I dude, prefer people who don't have my CF, life. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, let's but, come back. Does an, does an uncircumcised dick... Dick look very different to a circumcised dick when they're hard. I don't, I, I I don't, don't know. I don't think they're sentient. Um, what is Wait, sentient? What? I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know because I've never I've never experienced a, a hard dick that hasn't been circumcised that didn't have phimosis because that looked really weird. That looked really weird. Right? Well, yeah. Well, well, circum- well, you've seen it in. I'm sure you've seen it in like porn. Yeah, porn. Yeah, I, I think it looks a little different because. Yeah, but well, but like so when when an uncircum a guy with an uncircumcised <laughs> dick has an erection. Like without touching it, the natural tendency is for the foreskin to roll down. Oh, so yeah. You, no, my, mine doesn't. Yeah, mine doesn't. Dude, either. you guys might have. You guys might have fremulum brev. I think I do actually. Honestly. I think I might as can well. We, can we get into that? Because you, Brian, one time you were telling me a story about how you were having intercourse and you like you were like you tore your dick or was that no? Dent? Okay, so I I I've never torn mine completely. Um I've noticed I've had like really intense sharp pain there before and but like not to the extent that that Andrew's been saying like it's 9 times out of 10 when I have sex it it feels great the entire time and I don't feel that but like there's sometimes when it's it's almost like too rough or too hard when it 
when that when I see those microscopic tears or I, I can almost feel them and it's a really sharp pain but my brother tore his completely and like the oh. amount of blood oh, oh he said that there was like a him. cup of blood oh yeah and he was young but like, like if you have a nor- 19 okay, maybe hold on though if you have an, a naturally <clears throat> if you have a regular working penis that doesn't have fremulum brev right so your frenulum is like is a normal length can you still make a tear like that I don't that's know. something that I, well, yeah, like, I know that it, I can't do that. Well, like like, like not, Andrew said, it's an elastic, and you can stretch an elastic too far. So God, you pull it down too fuck. far, and it will do that. So I brought that How up to you, was Brian. Banging? Yeah, I, I brought. I've talked about this before. It was. Uh, it was uh, Brian. And I went to. <laughs> dude, I'm about to mention Peru for like the thirty thirty thousandth time on this podcast. Uh, when we got back <laughs> from Peru last year. We were experimenting. I, we were trying a lot of like <laughs> different yeah. things. No, I got back and and when I'm on the My road, are so much tighter. <clears throat> we had just watched Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, we we were, were in the mountains, and <laughs> yeah. you know, when I get, when I when I travel, I stay in a lot of like <laughs> stay in a lot of hostels, a lot of like Scott's, dirty, Scott's a lot of more like dirty, not dirt, like <laughs> not dirty places, but not like super high class places. And so I'm not having the same sex life on the road when I'm traveling as at home. How good is hotel sex though? It's <coughs> Taylor doesn't like it, right? No, oh no, God, I like hotel sex. So you don't like, no, you don't like hostel, hostel, like hostel, uh, yeah. like hostel. Pay, no, I no, paid ten dollars no, no. a night to stay here, <laughs> and there's uh, you know a, a raging uh, EDM party happening in, in the in the quad <laughs> next to our place. Can you um, just can you just pause that for a second? I just got a text from my mom. Are you embarrassed? Cut it out. But that's what happened. <laughs> 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 oh man, that was brilliant. Oh, man. Okay, so oh, you can just cut that, but listen, that's what happened. <laughs> so you can't erase that <laughs> the truth. Okay, so Holy so shit. I would so when I got back from uh, from traveling and I started having sex more regularly, I I was like we we had sex a couple times and I was like, "Oh, my my I feel like the, you know, the the frenulum, which I did not know was called the frenulum until you brought that up." Um, I was like, it looks like there's like, it's kind of sore and it looks like there's these a micro hinge. That's just, <laughs> you're just trying now, Brian. I'm not try- that's what I called it. It makes the most it sense. Does make sense. Anyway, skin um, I, I noticed that the, there was these, like these little mic, <laughs> really micro tears and there was no blood. There wasn't anything. I just, I could just see that there was like a, like tiny little, tiny little slits where it looked like there was like a slight disc- discoloration and like a sh- super sharp pain. <laughs> you can't say discoloration. I know. I know. So then I brought that up to Brian or I said that to you and you were like, Oh yeah, me too. And then we kind of thought, oh, is it because we haven't had sex for a while and we just got back from a trip and that just reintroducing yourself into that? But, okay, so I'd be lying if I said that I haven't personally researched that myself too. And I, it it was only when I was like 20, probably like in my earlier 20s when I started to notice that that happened. But it's been almost more common recently that I've felt that as well. Mm. And in something that I read, it said that when you tear that, it doesn't. It can never really fully heal again. Yeah, oh, um, it just gets so, worse. So it only can ever get worse from from that first mm-hmm. point on. So yeah, and and I've like in my, I don't know, probably in, like four or five years ago, when that has happened to me, I wasn't able to like have sex for like four or five weeks. I had oh, to oh, that's that's different from me. Mine's like three days, and it's yeah, gone. but it, it's it started for me like that, and it, I feel like it's only gotten. Worse yeah. since then. You you 
so need to go see a doctor. Yeah, yeah dude, totally seriously. And honestly, yeah. and I've anybody out that, there, but anybody out there who's listening to this and is going, hmm. I've experienced those tears too. Like, don't fucking sit around. There's gonna be a fucking lineup. You don't have to tell your mom. You don't have to. You don't have to call your mom and tell her that the, that that you're gonna get a call from a doctor. You can book your own. You're an adult now. Go fucking do it. Unless yeah. you want a knee slapper of a story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm. Actually- Are you tired of hearing the same old wellness advice? It's time to dig deeper and listen to America Dissected from Crooked Media, the podcast that's cutting into the science, culture, and policy that shapes our health. From doctors fighting for their rights to the surprising truths about sunscreen, America Dissected dives deep into the state of health. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes of America Dissected, available on all major podcast platforms. Actually, I'm going to go do that. I'll let you guys know. I'll give you an update. But have you ever had, have you ever had blood? No, never. Yeah, me either. Just, uh, just pain. It's just pain. Just like pain. And there doesn't need to be blood, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, like, all a, it's like a sting. I it's like a, don't it's like a subtle. Phimosis. Like I definitely, no. my foreskin comes all the way <laughs> yeah. back, no problem. But it's, de- you, and I you know would know that if you had phimosis. You know what you can legit do when you, when you pull it back? Uh, look at your frenulum. If it's like white. Now, again, I'm not a doctor. Uh, if it's like white. That could be a sign that it's too tight. Just like anything, yeah, if you yeah. like stretch your, if you press down your finger and you're stretching it, it turns white. Because there's no blood flow. Yeah, exactly. Right, let's check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yo, when, so, when okay, Dennis, so tell me. When, let's come back. I, I want to know. Let's come so back what, to Andrew's what surgery. Story. How do they remediate yeah. that? Okay, like, so, how do they so, so he asked me, where, do you think where, it's yeah. your, do you think you're forcing two? And I was like, I don't think so. And he's like, all right. Uh, so we said, okay, we'll schedule a surgery. And basically said, you snip the frenulum. Like that's almost oh, the, the end of the story. You, you snip it. And then you like they would sew the pieces back. I'm sorry, I derailed it. What are you showing? A picture I just brought of? up a picture of a dick with phimosis. Well, that's what my dick looked like, dude. Dude, it was awful. I don't want to say that's gross because it like, was it, gross. Yeah, it's it looks like an alien dick. Looks like looks like a cone head. Okay, so uh, I I want it, guys. I'm learning about the experience I'm about to go through yeah. in the next couple weeks. Uh, no, our healthcare system would go in a few weeks. Uh, take, take a few months. Uh, so yeah, I was looking for a new Christmas dick. <laughs> so he's a new he's, dick for the holidays. He scheduled me for the surgery. Uh, I I asked him like, "Am I going to be put under?" And he said, "No, no, 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 no. Like oh, this is this no. is a super minor procedure. We'll do a local anesthetic, and that'll be it." So I was oh like, my God. "Okay, listen." I'm getting my dick worked on. I don't want to be fully there. And he's like, all right, I'll prescribe you some Ativan. And it's cool. He gave me six Ativan pills, told me some night when you're, like, staying home, take one, see what it does to you. Another night, take two, see what it does to you. And Dude, then you'll have that's so fun. two left, or it was five or whatever, right? Uh, so then you'll know, do I take one or two when I come in? So I took two. Um, yeah. Came in. My girlfriend took me to the hospital, um, went in, and the Ativan makes you feel, uh, like, just like super relaxed, super mm-hmm. calm. So I went in, I lay down on the table. Uh, he, the doc says like, hi, like blah, blah, blah. I have a medical student with me. Are you okay if he's in the room? And I was like, yeah. I'm telling him like, hey man, I'm a medical student too. This is cool. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, whatever. So then the doc's like, all right, uh, uh, we're just going to do the local anesthetic. And you guys talked about like your most painful moments ever before. So oh, all of a sudden... Man. The most pain I'd ever been in my life. He oh, put man. a needle in the underside of my head. Oh, of my, my God. That's where the local anesthetic went. 
Oh. So, and, and I didn't really know that was going to happen. He did like that. You're going to feel a pinch. Oh, my and God. And then immediately I just went, ah. And, uh, and his oh. response, he like looked at me, looked at, the medic- looked at me, looked at the medical student and just went, yeah, that's a really sensitive area. Oh, my God. No, it was the medical <laughs> student who gave it to you? No, 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 just, no, no, no. Oh. No, he was just explaining why you know what, I though? cried yeah. out in pain. But you know what, though? If he had said, if he had said, all right, listen, I'm going to have to give you a needle. And it's going to go on, on the underside of your head right now. And it's probably going to hurt a lot. I, no. I would have been like, uh, sorry, I'm out of here. Yes. See you later. I'm fucking <laughs> yeah, checking that's out. the wrong way to do yeah, that. So I don't he, under- not telling you is probably the best totally. idea. I don't understand Jesus why. Christ. Why did you just why? tell me? Why you <laughs> it? I don't understand the, why you can't say, I want to be put under. Oh, oh no, I, I could have. But but there's a lot of risks with getting a general I would have asked. I would have asked. You want to avoid that when uh, yeah. when you can. Oh really? What, what about like midazolam? Is it like, like com- what about like a coma? bunch of midazolam? Uh, sorry. Uh, which question? What was the first question? What was your question? <laughs> Mine was like, is, is the risk coma? Uh, well, just um, anesthetics make you stop breathing. Oh, right. So when you stop breathing, now they have to put a tube in your lungs to make sure that they can breathe for you, and. Like if you had a weird airway and they couldn't get it, there's just lots of risks. Depresses it's a, your heart. It's a big deal for when I have to go under because they're like, you got CF and this is not good for your lungs and your lung function. Oh, so what did I? What would I have taken when I got my uh, wisdom teeth though? Because I don't remember any. Of probably, that. probably, val- probably Valium. Yeah, like I got, a, I got a more, more I got a needle, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they're all needles, right? Like I took oral pills because this was easy. Yeah. But if you're going in for any kind of a minor procedure, too, they like may give my you eyes. Okay. Right there. So I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been like. I wouldn't have been uh, like so head cold, back, yeah. head back, like, like that. No. I, I would. No, I would they would have said, "Hey, hey uh, Taylor, like, like, are you okay?" You'd been like, "Yeah." You uh, would have answered them. Anesthetic, okay. you're sure you're cold. okay. Never mind. I, I understand now. Midazolam is just a stronger version of Ativan. Yeah, I, I took midazolam when they put my pick line in because I was making such a, such a scene. Yeah, and it literally raced my memory. Yeah, yeah, it was it's, so it's trippy. amnesia. Yeah. So trippy. But it does. It wouldn't have the, touched the pain. No, no, they had to give me. They had to give me. Yeah, for, they had to give pain. me some other stuff for pain. But so, uh, so this doctor did the right thing. Yeah, like he totally did the right thing. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Um, so he did that. I cried out, and then after that, it was numb. Right. So then, like this is a this is a five to ten minute procedure, super quick. So I'm just laying there, right, kind of like looking looking down as he's doing this, and the med student is at my left side, and he's like head like looking at my dick, and then all of a sudden he just like falls on my like face chest. What the fuck? He had fainted. He had fainted. <laughs> and, and, and my reaction, because I was like, man, everything's cool. My reaction was to take him and just like, I just threw him off of me <laughs> to the side. Because it was shocking. Like, all of a sudden, this, I was like, whoop. He hit his head on the on file oh cabinet. Oh my god. No um, way. Next to me. Immediately, the surgeon, or the urologist, just like, dropped what he was doing. Went over to the uh, the medical student and like, tapped on the shoulder and then just slapped him in the face. Get it together, um, man. <laughs> yeah. To get him up. So now, now, like, he yells something. Five people run into the room. Oh, my they God. They all stop, look at me, and I'm just like, hey, you're like, just, everything's <laughs> fine. You got a needle sticking out of your dick. You're just laying there like, ah. <laughs> <That laughs> I mean, while the doctor's brilliant. down here, yeah. like, giving CPR to it. So they Ask run over to him. Student. He eventually gets up, and they escort him out. And um, so they finish the procedure super quick. I uh, come out, and my girlfriend was like, are you Okay. Like, I just saw a bunch of people run into your room. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I told we story. made the cut too low. We made the cut too low. <laughs> um, so that was that. Recovery time, similar, like, not as bad as, like, the circumcision with, with wrapping and everything. Yeah. But whatever. Do you get wrapped at all? 
Yeah, there would have been bandages. Yeah. So you didn't get stuff. circumcised. You essentially got a couple snips. Oh, first. First. This oh, is this is surgery this is number one. This is surgery number one. Okay. Um, so sex after that was definitely better. Definitely. So, oh, hold better. on, hold on, hold on. This is the, you went in for surgery dealing with your frenulum yep. brev. Yep. You, at this point, after the surgery, you still don't know that you have phimosis. No, I had no idea. Holy shit! Okay, because it wasn't as bad as as yours. Yeah, and I thought, hey, I just fixed my problem. Like this is yeah, the problem, right? So you start banging after, and it's it's a better. Good time. It's definitely better. And I'm just like, oh, sweet. Okay, I'm really <laughs> happy. I had that done. Um, and then I don't know if it, I, I, timelines are are shaky, but I don't know if if me and that girl broke up like a few months later. So I stopped like my my sex number. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yes. You stopped I, your sex. You went through a dry spell. Yeah, dry spell. Sure. Um, so then, uh, so then I moved up to Calgary, uh, and I don't know if just not having sex allowed like stuff that was done to kind of get worse. I have no idea. Scar tissue Tighten or something like that. Yeah, 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 that kind of stuff, right? So then more time goes by, and the same thing starts happening again. I'm again. I'm never coming like during during one night stands and stuff. And I was like, this is definitely not. A fix like there's something still wrong so i start researching again and then i kind of realize okay this could be the actual skin so i go I, I go through appointments to get to see another urologist in calgary so i see him and he says okay yeah like i i understand your story um uh and we tried like the first treatment is to take a steroid cream and just rub it on and then stretch it out like twice a day. Oh. It's a pretty hard thing to, to like do every day and, and do it right. How far do you stretch? He's like, all right, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take this uh, this weight, okay? It's a it's a twenty pound weight. I want you to strap it to your head, okay? Oh god! I want someone else to hold the weight, and I want you to stand on two chairs, all right? So this thing is dangling between your legs, okay? And then the person holding the weight, I want them to slowly let it slowly let it go. They just let that weight go. And then you hold that with your dick. You just hold and very slowly pendulum, very slowly pendulum. So that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that. I know that exercise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, of course, as, deep, as deeply, is tradition, deeply rooted in in uh, in karate. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ancient mind practice. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, so that didn't work. <laughs> And then after the after so, that surgery, so then he you basically said, "Okay, so we're gonna we'll do a circumcision." He said, "That's like the only thing left." Because you went back and you said, "Yeah, this, this isn't this fixed. did not work at all." Sure. So he said circumcision, and again, so I work in the medical field, so <laughs> I had done like good research, not like WebMD research. Sure. I did real research, and I said, actually, I don't want a circumcision because. Um, it's kind of no. Hey now, hey now, what what are you gonna say? Are you gonna say something that makes me? feel bad. Be, it, may, it makes me feel like I made the wrong decision in getting There's my circumcision. We're going to find out. I think. Here we go. It's, it's, very, it's very uncommon. So, so it's known in the literature that, that um, being circumcised is decreases pleasure compared to having your foreskin because yeah. there's a lot of pleasure right. receptors in the foreskin. Desensitize. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, and, and then there's the thing about, yeah, desensitizing the, the head. out, you desensitize okay. the head. So I wanted to avoid it if possible. So I said, what about a propucioplasty? And the doctor was like, how the hell do he, you know I, about I, that? What the fuck is that? Looked, <laughs> this is a urologist. He looked at me and was like, uh, what? 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, a propitioplasty. It's this thing where like you do this cut and you then actually have to explain Dude, if cut. you if you have to explain it to the doctor, you don't want him doing it. Well well, so so he, <laughs> he says he knew. He says, Okay, I, I I know what you're talking about. Um he said, I don't do it. He says, I've never done one of those, and I'm, I'm not going to. He says, I don't think we even pay for it in Canada. It would be like uh, you'd have to pay for it yourself. And I was like, well, let's, okay, let's, let's do this. So then he says to me, listen, here's what I'll do. Let me, let me give a call to my colleague. Um, he's a pediatric urologist. <laughs> and he was like, he, he, they work on dicks like a lot more um, than, than the adult Did guys Did he say do. dicks? Probably not. No, he, he, <laughs> no, probably he, said, he probably said wee-wees. <laughs> yeah. they, work, they work on plenty of wee-wees. They're masters of the penis. Yeah. So, I th- Can we I, take a second? Yeah. Can we take, come back to it? What's the deal with... Um, so, like, uh, what's the deal with kids getting circumcised? Is that a thing that happens or that used to happen? Uh, Scott, are you circumcised? Okay, now were you circumcised? <laughs> There's a random man. Who the fuck is Scott? Who's <laughs> <laughs> Scott? We've, we've, a, there's we've a man. just recognized there, yeah, that Scott the, is yeah. here. No one can see this. There's a guy in here taking photos. We can cut this, Scott, if you want it. But I'm curious to know how old are you? You're four. You're forty. Thirty-nine. Okay, cool. I thought you were like I was going to say forty. So, uh, you were you circumcised at birth? Yes. You're not Jewish. No. Okay. I feel like people your age. Maybe up to like maybe thirty five. That was a super common thing. You were born, and it was like, yeah, just get get them circumcised. But that yeah. doesn't happen now uh, as much. It I don't does. Think. I, I lived in the states for two years, and I played. Uh, I went. I went there to go to school to play hockey there, <laughs> and uh, so lots of showers, lots, lots of, of lots of penises. Almost everyone in the states was is circumcised, circumcised mm-hmm. at my age. So is that something that's still common today? They thought that I was really weird. Whereas playing hockey here and being around a lot of guys, you, I would, if there was a guy with a circumcised penis, you'd be like, oh, you're the odd man out. Oh, wow. Like if there was a hockey team of 20, maybe two or three. Would so be it's circumcised. like, a, circumcised, it's like yeah. a Canadian thing to keep your foreskin. Uh, I think I think it's a very American thing to get rid of your foreskin. Yeah, interesting. It could be like the climate, right? Because I mean, but do you not think to that bring up the turtleneck analogy again? But, but like, it's a little warmer. It's yeah, a little maybe. warmer. Maybe. A little I doubt bit, it. Little I doubt bit. it. But maybe. But I do feel could like I do feel like people of I, I do feel like people of the 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 earlier generation or the older generation than us. It was much more common. Yeah, and and I don't know where that I I mean where that hear, ended. You hear a lot about it being a, like a Jewish dad, a feel, Jewish thing. I think, and my, I think my dad's circumcised. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I th- Should we call I, I him? That, <laughs> okay, so what's more clean? <laughs> what's what's more clean? I've heard that that's I've a myth. Like, I think that that's a myth. I think it's yeah, a myth as well. Yeah, I think that if you're a regular person, that. I think if you're a regular person who cleans your your penis on a regular basis, you've got nothing to worry about. Mm. Yeah, the story gets different. whether you're circumcised or not. The story's different when you move to like developing world. Yeah, um, which I think is the proper term. Uh, then, and I I looked at this literature like a long time ago, and I don't remember it, um, but it makes sense. Somewhere where you don't have a lot of access to to really good hygiene practices. Yeah, yeah. If you aren't like pulling down and cleaning inside that, it's a warm, moist area. Warm, moist area. Just a breeding ground. So, yeah, so bacteria, right? And STDs and all this other stuff and HIV. So there was the the thought mentality, I think, was get rid of it, and then you don't have to worry 
as much about cleaning it. Yeah. Getting in a shower, water would just take it all away. Totally. I have no idea. College uh, College Humor does a really funny uh, does a really funny piece on. Uh, have you ever seen the, those pieces where there's the guy with the glasses and the blonde hair, and he explains really common practices yeah. in North America that are ridiculous yeah. in their in their history? Did they do a circumcision? He, one? he does one on circumcision. It's really okay. Really but funny. imagine this. Okay, you're going out for a run in the rain on a down a dirt trail and you're wearing a rain jacket <laughs> you got a white t-shirt on underneath okay, you, you are painting a, a, a picture of this. Okay, you go for a run the the leaves are falling off the trees oh, okay, and okay. close it and you're running down the, the dirt trail white t-shirt underneath your jacket you get home from the run take off your jacket what color is your t-shirt probably still white right <laughs> Probably still white. If you're running out, <laughs> you, you okay, lost me. No, okay. I'm not done. I'm not done the, the comparison. So imagine you don't have that jacket on. You're running down the dirt trail. You got the white t-shirt on. You come back from the run. Listeners turned it off already. <laughs> Dude, which shirt? Which white? Which which white shirt would be dirtier? The one that was exposed to the outdoors. Oh, you're talking about yeah. But see, this well, is do the you thing. Fall down. If but this if is what the dirt. I, I see. <laughs> no, 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 that's, why, that's why I, I had to say it was no, raining. No, no, no. So I, 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 coming on. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But what Andrew was saying is that if you're uncircumcised, you have this sleeve over top. That's warm and moist on the inside. Right. When you yeah. ha- when you when you're circumcised, th- it's not a warm and moist area. It's just your it's just like your fucking elbow on your on the head of your dick. Like and you got clothes on. You're not rubbing your dick in the dirt. Well, so <laughs> unless you're Brian, <laughs> unless you're Brian <laughs> going for a run in the woods, well, yeah, naked, I mean, dragging his cock okay. through the mud. But dude, you, you could be you could be like having sex in a crazy place, like the basement of a parking garage or something too, right? You know what? I'm actually I've been thinking about you this for a be. while. Uh, to me, this is really funny, and dude, dude, no. To me, this is really funny, and and I feel like to you guys is really funny. But what I find really funny is that like seventy five percent of our listeners are female, and I'm wondering if this whole episode is them just going, Ugh. yeah, yeah. But like, you know, we what? can do one about vaginas too. Dean I'm cool like, yeah, you know what? Vaginas. I wanted to, I wanted to to put this out there that God, as much as this absolutely has been an absolute laugh fest of us doing dick jokes and talking about all this stuff it is super necessary because your sexual your sexual no but like even safety wise and like socially like your sexual well-being and your sexual health is a super massively important thing in your life big thing and that can be a huge roadblock if you don't know exactly it can have like massive repercussions so to anybody who's listening to this and thinking like oh these guys just had this gag episode about and they joked about dicks all the time. Like, yeah, we did, but it's also super important and it's very helpful, dude. If to- I had never gotten circumcised, and I was still to this day like working with what I was dealing with, like, your, man, your sex life would be massively different, and you as a person non-existent, and you as a person because of that oh would God. be massively different. Yeah. So it has these ripple effects that are very important to address. Yeah. And although we can sit around and joke a lot about it. It's also very important yeah. to address, and that's I want to put that out there. Okay, we, but we we're not done that. this story. We're not. No, we yeah. So let's let's come back to you. Yeah. Uh, so so you, I I had yeah. So so I asked for this propitiatory thing, and he, he was going to send you to the uh, the, he the referred kid me doctor to the baby the baby penis doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, saw him, uh, and he was like, "All right, I've done about thirty of them in my lifetime. Uh, half of them." have come back and either said it didn't fix it or I don't like the way my dick looks now. And then they got a full Whoa. circumcision. So he said, so I'm at 50 in, in adults. He was doing this to it, adults. It, yeah. Well, yeah. Like probably age 15 and, <laughs> and, 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 and what, and okay. what does that procedure do? 
Um, so it's so there's a the tight band right on the foreskin. So yeah. basically, you cut it down. Like you cut it lengthwise to relieve that band. So if I have an elastic and I cut one side of it, now it can it can move. Mm-hmm. So you slit it on the you, other side. Uh, I think I, I both sides. So I have a slit in the top and a slit in the bottom. Whoa! Like a snake tongue. Whoa! And then uh, <laughs> and then you sew it back like sideways. Voldemort's penis. Yeah. Do you have like a freakishly? Do you have a weird looking dick? I don't think so. Man, I want to see your dude. I want to see your dick so much. Like, uh, like I want to see your dick so bad. No, it's it's actually not. So, like, soft. It doesn't look weird because the slit is like well in. Like it would be like rolled inside. But if you get hard, yeah, no, it doesn't look. It doesn't doesn't look look weird at all. And that's why. Like, so this guy did an awesome, awesome job. Sweet. So you never had the. You never had to have the circumcision. No, he did it six weeks. He told basically told me like you are not allowed to have sexual activity for about five weeks. Yeah. Um, for infection reasons and all these other, and I mean the days as Jeremy can attest to. Oh, well, well, he doesn't remember. Uh, I do vaguely remember. Well, I just now, remember being now hell. you do. Yeah, now I do. Uh, <laughs> the days after what are awful. Like yeah. I went to work three days later and worked a night shift, and I was there for like three hours, and just standing up would be like, oh. Uh, so then I just went home. Well, uh, I remember Dennis when De- when that shit happened to Dennis. The doctor said no erections three months. No erection, that's, dude. That's you get three erections ridiculous. a night in your for sleep the, when yeah. it, for what the friend. What about narbs? Like, you can't even. Yeah, but if you those. have, if you have, uh, if narbs. you have the impending, yeah, no apparent reason, boners, <laughs> narbs, right? Sure, like P boners, road boners, like road trip, bus. road trip boners, metro bus boners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Bro boners, but, you know, but if you have, but if you because Starbucks with the frenu- with the frenu- <laughs> with the frenulum brev, his yeah. had to, his didn't tear comp- when it didn't like uh, it didn't like get didn't tear in half or anything, yeah. but it had to it had to heal itself. Yeah. So if he got an erection and that was pulled, then it would it would uh, yeah, open it up again. Yeah. So you know, but if you had that impending. I'm gonna I'm gonna go as far as to call it doom. If you had the impending doom yeah. of, of getting an erection and having that ha- recause that again, mm. I mean, that makes my wiener hurt. You would sitting. you'd be pretty yeah. deterred from getting hard. Yeah. yeah, I think. But you do, as you said. Well, yeah. the, you every get, every night REM you get, sleep, you have a you have three. You every get time two, you go to REM, yeah. you get three erections a night if you have a normal working. You really? Know? Yeah. I didn't Dude, know that. That's how they test for impotence. If you think you're, if you think you have ED, there's two different types of ED. There's psychological ED, and then there's like physiological ED. So for them to go, well, is this just ED because you're anxious and you, or, or, or like it's anxiety based? Mm-hmm. They they apparently put a, a piece of tape on your dick. I heard this on Joe Rogan's podcast today. They put a piece of tape on your dick, and you go to bed, and it's like paper tape. And if you wake up and that tape has has split. Then you had an erection at night, and your everything is fine physiologically. Whoa. You're just mentally tripping yourself up. What if you're all show and no grow? <laughs> <laughs> you're just walking around with this horse hog, and <laughs> it just gets a little harder. That's all. It doesn't really grow. Um, I don't think it's tape. I think it's like an electrode measuring movement. No. I don't think it's just something tape. a little no, well, less well, rudimentary than to, a tape. According to Christopher Ryan, who's a psychologist who wrote Sex at Dawn, he was saying that they, they the red a, green they use a piece of detector. They use a piece of uh, the red that's a good home paper tape. Yeah, it's like it's and they say if it rips, then you're having a boner at night. Anyway, whatever. That's neither here nor there. You had this procedure. Your dick looks super weird. Continue. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, five weeks goes by, and like really, there was nothing big that happened in that time. 
uh, every day. Every- <laughs> Nothing big. Uh, that was great. It was. Yeah, you didn't catch that. We we did. Uh, Jesus, every day though, we? it'd be like looking at it. And there was yeah. a guy who blogged his whole story. Oh wow! Um, from having like phimosis and getting a propitioplasty, and like it's very uncommon. So it was cool to find that. So I'm looking at his pictures and comparing it to like my dick, and like his looks way like better at day three than mine does. I'm pretty worried, and it was like a stressful couple weeks to to just pray at the end it'll be fine. Because you're making massive comparisons and you're going, you're like down to like, if it was just even minorly different, you're like, what the hell is yeah. going on? And he put like an Instagram filter on it. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he nice. had really good lighting. Well he brought done. Scott in. <laughs> <laughs> Scott set up his lights. Uh, so after five weeks or so, I, I had sex and it was just like, fuck. Like, thank God. Yeah. Like um, a crazy. And- Totally. There was just, it was just the first time in my life I'd had sex without pain, mm. with no pain. Yeah. Um, and you're 20, 21? 22 at that 22? time. Okay. Yeah. So it was huge. It was like a life, like, thank, like, thank God. Because you guys were talking before, uh, you brought up like relationships and stuff. It totally affected my relationships. Mm. Yeah, let's hear about that. I, so I had two girlfriends for like <coughs> up to two years, like two at years. At the same each. time? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. That's why it happened. Um, I was overworked. No, I had two girl, two long-term girlfriends, both for two years. And, I mean, sex is a super important part of relationships. And uh, where, where they were both very sexual people, and I was trying to, like, be that for them. But really, like, it was kind of like, well, that's not my thing, almost. Yeah. Uh, and that's a, that's an extreme. I, I, like I said, I still enjoyed sex, Yeah, but it, for it, sure. it hurt. Like, it but wasn't... There was yeah. something to, like, work around, like, oh, do I want to kind of go through that tonight to, to push but you didn't through? Want it, yeah. you didn't want it to be, like, an everyday thing. Like, no, oh, I have to do this yeah. again, again, again. Yeah. You know? yeah. And again, it was only the first couple minutes that hurt. And then it was numb. Which and was like gone. really, <clears throat> and you and better. and you've developed whatever practices that you need to make it work. Yes, work. Yeah, in quotations. Totally, right. Yeah, I can make it so it doesn't hurt. Yeah, with you it hurts. Uh, the second girlfriend was. Were you with her? Uh, no, I guess you weren't. You were single during your your procedure. Uh, during the the, the Franklin breath. Yeah. No, oh, she was with me. Okay, no, but she the but the second one. procedure, the I was uh, single. Yeah, you were single. Yeah. So the first time you had sex after you had the. Yep. Uh, the, what was it? What was it called again? Propucioplasty. Propucioplasty. So the, the preface. Yeah, the, pre- the plasty of the preface. So the top preface. So you had this propucioplasty. What was sex like the first time you had sex after that? How good, good was it? He, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was. It was, good, I mean, was it? Well, well, actually, like to be fair, it wasn't great. But, it, but like that was had nothing to do with had nothing to do with my situation. Okay. It, was, it, was, it was the first. Yeah. Sex it thing. was my doc said five weeks. He prescribed this, so I have to go have sex now. <laughs> so that my my appointment with him next week, I have something to tell him. How much? Oh, wait, he legit was like, I want you to, I want you to go out get laid, so that we can discuss how that went. He well, he's saying you you're like going to come back and see me in six weeks. You're not allowed to have sex for five weeks. Let me know if so you need in that anything last else. Last week, right? Give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> so, did the I operation did the propuccio, propuccio plasti, propuccio plasti, propuccio plasti? It can only be done in Italy. Did the prosciutto plasti cost? <laughs> did that cost you any money? No, no, okay. no. So, so like, how did they? So it's just in, covered under insurance. Or every you, everything that's non-elective in Canada is 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 covered right okay. so he was just wondering because it was so specialized if the, if i would have to go somewhere else so then right. the only thing you ended up paying for was a prostitute in the fifth week yes okay yeah. that's not too bad yeah and you didn't get reimbursed 
No, I put it through Blue Cross, but okay. No luck. Good to know Blue Cross so, is there when we need them. Okay, so you uh, you went back in, and yeah, he was I like, went, "Was I, he like this was my masterpiece?" Yeah, it wasn't just him. I went back in, and so he goes, "Yeah, do you mind? I have a resident with me." Of course, um, Dude, this guy the fucking loves. same guy who fainted. <laughs> no, he can, parades you can, around the hospital. Look at the work I've done. So I said, the, "Yeah, yeah, that's like I don't care. That's fine." And then she comes in, and she's like. 25 year old smoke show Oh no uh, And I was just like Fuck Like are you kidding me Like this is This is the person Who has to Has to look And this is a very Rare procedure So same So this time I know To lay down um, So I lay down On the table You're uh, exotic and, and You're she's exotic. like uh, What are you doing Stand up I have this pew thing <laughs> You fucking idiot Andrew To her You're you're like exo- You're exotic <laughs> He's yeah. oh my god! Almost nobody. I've never seen one of these. Before. Almost nobody has had this done. <laughs> this had, dick is I've one had, of a kind. Okay, 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 okay. Let's get back to it. We gotta, uh, we gotta oh, get back on you track. Know what, though, I did that. That surgery, I did have. I was put under because because <laughs> the doc said like. Um, actually, the doc didn't tell me anything. I went in for the surgery expecting like gonna get another needle, needle in, in the there. dick, and then. He was like, all right, so we're going to give you uh, ketamine and, and uh, midazolam, I think. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Could you do it, like, by, by local if I wanted it? And he was like, I could, but why? <laughs> <laughs> Madman. Dude, your first doctor was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but realistically, again, that's, that is certainly safe. He's like, yeah. you want to watch? The first doctor had the resident, <laughs> the, the little student guy there beside him, and he's like, Dude, check out how bad this needle hurts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so this so, uh, this beautiful yeah, so and, and everything was fine. But he's basically like he's explaining the entire procedure to her with my pants down, staring at it because it was so rare. So he's pulling it back, he's touching it, he's like pointing. I'm just like, <laughs> I just don't want her to touch it. Um, so it was a solid like couple minutes of of him oh, looking, and God. me just be like, yep, it's good. Yep, wow, got no problems. <laughs> and then he high fived her. <laughs> Dude, that's what Nathan Fielder was afraid of in that. <laughs> yeah, skit. I know, I know. Uh, so, how do you, how do you, how do you like your, how do you like your hog now? Oh, so much. Better. Oh yeah. God, yeah. we just totally threw this whole episode out with that, with that question. How does your hog feel? Uh, it's so way but, better. But do you, yeah, you, are you loving it though? You loving it? Yeah, like I, I love. Well, I love sex now, right? Yeah. So it's, it's a, it was a total different. And really, there, there is a bit of a complex to work through when, like, I went through. Yeah. 15 sexual years of like not really enjoying it that that does like shit to what your, did it your do? brain right like how, how did it affect you well it's a, the, so from previous relationships that idea of 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 already knowing i don't really love sex um that you don't just then go now i do and like forget about all that like yeah. that causes things to happen to yeah. you as a person like fetishes <laughs> and shit right whatever happens to you when like i don't know how fetishes work but i'm sure it's a very like Nurture response. Chair knows all about something that. Something goes on. Well, it was part of the same podcast we were talking that I was talking about earlier. They were talking about fetishes and how they think that that for males, there's this very short period of time in your age between like the ages of like 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 seven and eleven or something, where you might experience something or see something and and have like an erection at the time and and then relate that to your erection. So whether okay. it was like a set of red heels or pantyhose or something, and that leads to mm. a fetish of yep. of like pantyhose or whatever um do you do you think that your experience with the famosis or the the frenulum brev has affected any like do you have any weird fetishes now about like about being like i don't i don't want to have sex so 
I think if you preface it as being weird, he won't want to say it. Well, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> We're fucking we- yeah, fetishes are weird. That's weird. It's like not in a negative connotation. Like, be cool with your weirdness. Yeah, I'm just yeah, joking um, around with you. No, uh, no. Uh, I think the answer is no, no to like having anything weird that would stem from that. It was more so. So the girl I'm with now have been together for for over a year, and certainly like the first little bit. Um, as the first like relationship relationship after the second surgery where I actually enjoyed sex, there was definitely a, a period of time. I think she would attest to it where like things like, like blowjobs, I'd be like, nah. like, I don't really, no, thanks. I, and she's well, like, um, exactly. But exactly. What? Right. Be- and it was because even though I knew I liked them now, my response was always, nah. yeah. Like if you <laughs> want type of thing. So it was it was really about breaking down that mental all right you want to and I want you to so if, yeah. Why, yeah why mm, would I yeah. why would I say no uh, mm-hmm. so that that and that was super like that was a thing that was very much a thing which is gone now mm-hmm. um now you just yeah. can't stop asking and she's like ugh yeah. no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the 12th time this week <laughs> Dave, Dave. <laughs> I love BJ's now. Woo. Was there uh, was there anything else that you? I just want to yeah. recognize. Uh, it, you know, we're with you, all the guys and all the girls as well. But all the guys who had the phantom urethra like drawback, like oh, you know, you get that phantom pain when you hear when yeah. you hear another guy talk about oh, yeah, his yeah. like getting kicked in the nuts oh, or something yeah. like that, or yeah. a painful experience mm-hmm. with their dick, and you go, oh Ooh. god, and you kind of yeah. feel that. That like yeah, that pit totally. in your stomach, yeah, almost yeah. like a clench of your urethra. Yeah, it's like totally. A, and and all the girls as well, because I don't know, they might hear that and get a similar, like, oh wow, or like just like an empathetic, like, oh god. If I had a penis, I can only imagine feel. I can pain. only imagine how yeah, that must I'd have be felt. Clenching it right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that warning should go up before like the needle in the glands. Yeah, part. like yeah. Just everyone, we might get, we, we, we might just give a warning at the top of the episode. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, was there anything else? Uh, there's nothing related to to the phimosis. Yeah, um, man, that was uh, that was really interesting. Is there anything you want to say out like if there's people out there listening who might be thinking that they're dealing with phimosis or fremulum brev or anything like that? Or yeah, well, say it right to me. Yeah, he's sitting yeah, right I've here. Been, yeah, I've been just sitting here, like trying to take in all of this knowledge the entire time because I'm like, I'm going straight to the doctor after this. I think just the, I think knowing, I think when people know what's going to happen, they have an idea of the steps involved in anything, they're more likely to chase it because some of the fear is gone. Um, so yeah, knowing that you don't have to stand up when the doctor looks at your dick is like, that's a good thing. <laughs> knowing that you will not have an erection in the doctor's office when he's looking at it. That's not, that's a fear. That's not going to happen. Yeah, no. There is nothing stimulating you. And if you are the smallest you've ever been, and if you when do, is if you do, that's a sign you should get into porn because <laughs> well done, sir. Fear boner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, no, just get it. Like if you, if you don't have. If you have any pain at all during sex, and not pain you tried to have because that's your thing, uh, <laughs> yeah, go to your just go to a doc, go to a clinic doc. You don't need a family yeah. doctor. Go to a clinic doc, pull it down, and tell them to look. Oh man, and God bless being Canadian, because that's going to be covered. Yeah. yeah. So sorry for you American saps out there would have to pay yeah. for that. Yeah. Sorry, love you, a America, but a lot of money. Sorry, too, I'm sure. Well, uh, that was. 
<laughs> that, was, that, that was the funniest. That was something. That was the funniest, yeah. dude. Max, uh, the call with Maxine. Oh God. I'll never yeah. forget that, and I'll never have to because it's recorded. Yeah. Well, Andrew, uh, thank you for coming in and, and talking about your penis with us. That was very brave of you. Um, I think that's it for today. Uh, if you like this episode or if you like any past episodes, uh, be sure to leave us a star rating on iTunes. That's a huge, huge help for us. It just lets us get our word out. It it uh, it just keeps us, uh, you know, on new and noteworthy. How many stars did you rate the podcast? Uh, I gave it five out of five. Um, okay. Yeah, I think um, I gave it five out of five yeah, as well. I'm a little biased. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, give us a rating. Uh, leave a review if you, if you got some time. Uh, be sure to add us on Twitter. Uh, check us out on Facebook and um, stay up to date on our blog. Go to our website, www.sickboypodcast.com. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Let's sign off, boys. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy, and this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.